You are now tuned in to Saved and Woke. Yes, I am. It's your boy, Mr. Saved and Woke. And this is the first edition of Saved and Woke Afterthoughts. What I'm going to be doing with these is just giving you all some clarity on things that were discussed that might not have been expounded upon as completely as they could have been. And the main reason I'm doing this is to ensure that there's no confusion about anything and make sure that things were flushed out as completely as they could have been. But mainly it's because honestly waiting two weeks for uh, another or two to release another full episode is a bit much for even myself. So hopefully these afterthoughts will help you help tide you over until the next full episodes. So for this edition, I have three points that I wanted to sort of clarify from the last episode, which was part one of Meeting of the Misters, which was my conversation with, or my interview with Mr. Magnificent Miles. The first point I want to clarify on was when I was explaining what the image of a woke and the image of a saved person are to me. The main point is that these were not definitions, especially the woke one was not a definition of what a woke person was. I was just explaining to Miles what popped into my head when I think of a woke individual. And what I said was, was that it was like a black man, um, like probably from an urban area and probably pretty well educated. And that was not me saying that, that you had to be these things in order to be woke. I don't believe that at all. That's just the image that comes to my head. And really, like I know a lot of different types of woke people. I consider most of my classmates actually to to be woke and the majority of them are white women. So I wasn't saying that you had to be woke. That was just the image that pops into my mind. And the image that pops to my mind of a safe person, I really can't even think of one individual person. I just think of like anybody. I actually see when I think of a saved individual, I just think of so so many different people. And the reason that is, is because I was always told and I do believe that, you know, Christ is for everyone, that the gospel is for everyone. Jesus came or God so loved the whole entire world that he sent Jesus. So the gospel isn't just for one particular individual. And in my own experiences, I have met people from all different types of races, people of obviously of different genders that and people of different socioeconomic statuses that believe the gospel who are believers themselves <clears throat> whereas with woke people like i said i do have you know a lot of woke friends who aren't black but the majority of them are black or a person of color and in my experience i found that it is really really difficult as well it's relatively difficult to get or to explain you know oppression and social other social realities to to privileged people who don't experience those types of oppression and, and even people who do who are oppressed in one way it's kind of hard for them to become aware or conscious of how 
oppression manifests in other ways that they do not experience and even much more difficult for them to see just how it manifests in everyday life or in society as a whole. Um, so that's what those images were coming from. The main point is that there, that my uh, explanation of what image pops up was not a definition of what, it was just what pops into my mind. So the second point that I, actually I think I started to answer this question but then just kind of trailed off and never got back to it. But I, what I was trying to do, Miles had asked me, like, what was one of the problems, I think, that I see with saved and woke people or the problem, like, why people need to be saved and woke. And one of the things that I said was that people, whether you are saved or woke, and sometimes even saved and woke, we just have a difficulty listening to people and being able to you know, actually truly hear them instead of just waiting to to give a rebuttal to whatever they just said. And I was trying to think of a way that I had tried or given, had tried to provide an example of how to have a conversation with people. And I don't think I ever thought of that. So here is what I was trying to say. So in one of the first episodes of season one entitled Living Saved and Woke and Strictly Christian spaces, I was talking about a conversation that I had with some Christian brothers and sisters of mine in which their lack of wokeness, you know, was kind of alarming. And they were, we were talking about black on black crime. Well, they were mentioning black on black crime and how if it wasn't for black people's victimization of other black people, then we wouldn't have to worry about police brutality. And of course, I disagree with that. But the first thing I did in that episode was, you know, I highlighted the valid points that they had like yes black people when well when black people are killed or robbed or whatever the perpetrators of the crime are usually black people and so that was me you know addressing the validity of their argument but then I went on to explain why their points on that being the or stopping or that being the key to stopping police brutality being false that was how I think you should approach the argument. Like, you know, listen to people, agree with them where they are right, but then continue to explain why you still maintain your stance. And the reason that works is because when you agree with somebody, you disarm them because people are usually ready to debate and to argue and for you to be defensive and even offensive. And so when you agree with them, they're not ready for that. And it kind of, it, it disarms them. And it's like, okay, they put their guard down and then they're open to listening to what you have to say because they really feel, or they're more likely to feel that you have already listened to them. So that's what I was trying to say, but didn't really get around to it. And my third and final point that I want to clear up is the distinction that I was making between being woke and being saved and woke. So Miles asked me, do woke people and saved people ultimately have the same goal? And I said that they have, that we have overlapping interests. And you can listen to the episode for my explanation of that. But then I also went in to explaining that woke people's definition of goodness and their reasonings for why people should be good to one another, when you think about it, are pretty 
baseless and lack a firm foundation. And one of the reasons is, is because progressives and worldly people in general often tout this lack of absoluteness and there's no like definite truth but when there is no definite truth then they kind of talk themselves into a circle because it's like if you say that there's no definite truth then how can you definitively tell me how i should be good to my neighbor or what is being good to my neighbor or what is good period because there is no foundational truth so what can you tell me whereas as believers we know and believe that we serve the true and living God and that he is good and that all good things come from him. God can define what is good and what is evil and he has done that for us. So when we say we should do unto others as we should want them to do unto us, when we say, well, if someone asks us why, we say because God, who is the deciding factor, he is the decider, he is the originator of all goodness because he says so. Why should we give to our neighbors? Why should we take care of the of the orphan and of the widows? Because Jesus told us to do those things. Jesus said that this is perfect religion is to take care of the orphans and the widows. And he has given us the basis for what is good and for what is evil. And that's it. I hope these three talking points were cleared up for you. And of course, I hope you come and enjoy the second part of Meeting of the Misters, which is the conclusion of my interview with Mr. Magnificent, or rather Mr. Magnificent's interview of me for these two special episodes of the Saved and Woke Podcast. And until then, keep the faith and stay woke.